Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Binary Brothers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and with me is my co-host, Clay. What's up? What's up indeed? Episode five, like I said, we've been doing this short period of time, but this is the first episode of the year. Yeah, right? welcome to the world of tomorrow. It's 2018. I mean, last last podcast, we had no idea what was going to happen. It's been, you know, a week or so now in 2018. It's it's not going too shabby, huh? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're literally in the future now. We're shit. <laughs> If only past Ryan and Clay knew about all the wondrous technology. If only. Because we're (laughs) going to be telling them all about it in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ties into the main topic. We're going to be talking about a little bit of connected homes, smart devices, you know, Internet of Things things. All that fancy stuff. All that, all that shiny blinking, blinking lights, all that stuff. So... Especially the necessary LEDs that you have to have on everything. Well, if it doesn't have LEDs, then why are you even using it? Yeah, what's the point? <laughs> that's, that's my selling feature. I mean, it's here's the deal. If you try and pitch me a product and it doesn't have LEDs on it, I'm going to think twice. LEDs, though, shut up and take my money. They're essentially the modern um, nightlight. <laughs> just <laughs> it's funny because like we've i've got obviously everyone has a cluster of you know their their like router and modem even if you have a combo and they have like 10 lights yeah N- nobody just... knows what they mean <laughs> I, I i went out into the living room and it's just lit up bright blue because of all that stuff <laughs> If you ever, it's, it's never dark in here. <laughs> and if you ever call support because your routers or internet's just not working, they're like, "Well, is that light bleeding, blinking?" Uh, there is a light blinking. <laughs> There's a <laughs> one a of the light? ten are. There I'm is. not sure. I just don't. There's there's just so many. Like you said, no one knows. So I've got there's so many lights. So many like, lights. But it's kind of cool. Kind of cool looking. Kind of neat. I mean, like I said, that's uh, that's the selling feature for me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's kind of get this thing started. Before we get into our main topic, we kind of like to do a couple segments to kind of get you into our minds, get you get you feeling kind of what we're feeling, get a feel for you of our mood right now. So um, the first thing we want to talk about is, you know, maybe some music. So, like, Clay, is there any new or old music that's you know tickling your eardrums these days you know there kind of is and i would have to say it's pretty much old at this point um but so there's been recent news and this has been happening since about 2006 oh that far back yeah that far back (laughs) that we've been waiting for this kind of news and it seems like Every year we hear the same thing and not, 
thing really progresses. And well, that is new tool. New tool, huh? New tool. It's been that long? Yeah. 2006 was their latest release. And was exactly the time I actually started getting into them. That album was kind of what turned me in, into a fan. And then they decided, hey, now that Clay's a fan, no more for a while. Well, it, I mean, it took them, I think, like five years between albums before that. So they make a lot of like complex. They take their time with a lot of their stuff. Um, I mean, it, it makes probably a better product at the end of the day. I mean, I, I think so, but everyone's opinions are opinions. Well, I think there's there's not too many artists that can just crank out a lot of work and have it be consistently good. Right. I'd agree with that. Unless you have a complete, absolute team of hundreds of songwriters ripping out these songs for you. Or you have, or you've bought the vault of thousands of Michael Jackson unreleased tracks that are now <laughs> going to be your own songs. They're yours now. They're they're essentially yours now. You get to re-record in your voice and then sell it. But yeah, so there there's been kind of this latest news that it's definitely the new album's definitely going to be coming sometime in 2018 here. So, Have you heard that before, though? I haven't heard them say it's coming out in 2018. <laughs> but like, is this the most? Is this the most confident that I guess like rumors I, or news has been? I think I think so. Well, that's awesome. Um, it's mostly because we've kind of figured out over the past couple years or so, kind of what's been the holdup with it. And they've, okay. they've been in some like legal battles and stuff like that. Um, and they're just, they're slow progress or process anyhow. So once kind of that got out of the way and then now it's been a year or so and all of a sudden pretty much everyone in the band's like, yeah, it's coming out at some time in 2018, except for the lead singer who is, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's kind of a tool, but <laughs> he's probably he's probably my I favorite see, tool. I see what you did there. He also he's also the lead singer of a perfect circle and Pucifer. Uh I really enjoy a lot of his work, but he can he can act or seem like a a little bit of a tool, I guess. For lack I mean, of a better term. Uh if so, that's it. But he's he's always like the last one to touch the music anyway. Oh really? The, the band like creates everything all the music and everything. And then once it's all done, he kind of just jumps in and just creates the lyrics for it. So he's kind of like, I haven't seen it, but whatever. So, I mean, he's got a bunch of his side projects. He also has a vineyard that he runs too. So, I mean, he's a busy man himself. So oh, it's, well, it's mostly the other guys that are in the weeds with the whole music. But anyhow, this news broke out. So I've just been kind of listening to a lot of, uh, past tool stuff so that's kind of the music i've been i've been jamming to lately i don't know if i've ever listened to to tool so i might have to i might have to give them a go especially if they're going to be coming out with new stuff soon i mean we'll see how soon <laughs> 2018 but, yeah um but i you know i would suggest 
you know, some people would say start with their, you know, their albums in chronological order. I would almost recommend going with the album I started out with, which was 10,000 Days. Now, you're not going to find it on Spotify, so you'll probably have to go on YouTube or something to listen to it. Why is that? Or possibly just... Google Play. I mean, it's like any other artist that's not on Spotify, just rights issues. Mm, like, yeah. there's a reason, like, Taylor Swift's not on Spotify. True, true. You know, artists can choose not to be on it. I mean, everyone's got everyone's to gotta make deals and moves that's right. the best for them. Yeah. So they're not on it, but honestly, for their stuff, their, I mean, their albums are albums to kind of listen fully to, not just, like, pick one song. Um, I mean, you certainly can. There's no problem with it, but... I'll send you, you know, well. I'll send you some links though. Please so you do. Can, you can get the experience. But anyhow, I would like to hear your music because I think I've talked enough about mine. <laughs> about yours? Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I'm not mad about it. Um, so I guess this since we last talked about music, uh, you know, we kind of did the best of and even then I was listening to this new album by Brand New. Uh I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they are like an alternative rock kind of emo punkish band. And they just came out with a new album, I guess, last year now. 20, welcome to 2018. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, they came out with a new album last year. I mean, I got I got into a lot of their music just by picking it up on some like Motion City soundtrack radio. You know, they came up on that and. Stuff like that. So I, I've been listening to their album off and on a bit, but one song that keeps popping up that I I always jam out to a little bit is um, Can't Get It Out by them. That so, seems like there's an innuendo in there somewhere. No, it's Can't Get It Out in the sense that it's they're trying to speak words that they... Ah. Yeah, that way. And no, no innuendo. Well, I mean... There might be some. You can never really tell. Hidden in the lyrics somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just a song that it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know. It's not really peppy because it's kind of just like slow and kind of melodic. And I I don't know. I I just like the way it sounds. There's like a background whistle, which I normally, Mm. I don't normally like in songs. You know, that was one of those things about, a lot of pop music a few yeah. years back where it just seemed like, hey, whistle on a song and get on the top charts. Yeah, so, it's, it's very hit or miss. Yeah, but in this case, it goes along with it, and yeah, I really enjoy the song. So that's my jam right now. Sweet. I'll have to check that out myself. I will send you a link. All right, we will exchange links. We'll have your link people talk to my link people, vice versa. We'll get this settled. Right. I mean, he might be a little bit busy saving Hyrule, but he'll get in touch with your people. All right. But yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that's that's enough for music, I guess, right? We're... Music is done. The music portion of the show is over, friends. If you only like music, turn this off now. Please don't turn it off now. Don't listen to Clay. Listen to the rest of the episode. It's going to be a good end. It is. I, I'm excited for this episode. First episode of 2018. Can't hold anything back, you know? <laughs> we know. We, we know. We know. 
But yeah, I mean, speaking of being excited, I mean, what's what are you excited about these days? Do you have anything you're really looking forward to or something just in general? Yeah, I mean, I touched on it in one of our earlier episodes. I can't remember which which episode. Might have been it's the been first so episode, many. actually. We've recorded so many episodes. We're just... We've recorded at least four. <laughs> I, think, I think this was the first episode I brought this up because that was right around... Kind of coming in, going into Thanksgiving, I think I mentioned it. Yeah, I think so. Anyhow, uh, yeah, so this weekend I have a pond hockey tournament that I'm playing in, so I'm pretty stoked to play that. Oh, yeah, where's that at? Up in Wausau. Awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, where I've been living the last couple years before moving back down here. But, uh, yeah, good to see some uh, old friends again, too, up there. Definitely, definitely excited to play some outdoor hockey. Um, and then next weekend, I'm actually going out to Colorado for the first time to snowboard. So back to back, looking forward to weekends here. That's all. It sounds like you've got you've got action packed yeah. weekends coming up here, man. Pretty much, January is just packed, and then it kind of just drops off a bit. But that's fine. <laughs> I mean, so, it's always good to have a little bit of a rest after oh, yeah. an uptick like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds like fun. It better, I, it better be. Personally, <laughs> am pretty excited. Uh, I guess for this week in general and kind of next week, because right now, CES 2018 is going on the Ooh. Consumer Electronics Show. So uh, that's like, happening, and obviously, we were just talking about it. LED, all the things. Yeah. Uh, just all the all the new random stuff that's coming out, or even if it's just prototypes that they're just like, oh, we wanted to see if we could do this thing. You know, I I love shiny new shiny new things and ideas. Not not that I would ever probably throw ridiculous amounts of money <laughs> at this stuff, but it's it's always cool. Right, it's cool to see. And then on top of that, there's uh, starting in a couple days here is the Detroit Auto Show, the big one. So that's always that's always fun again to see new things that are you know definitely going to come to market or prototypes that are just ridiculous. M- most mostly concepts, right? Excitement, but, uh, shiny things. So that's that's my general being stoked is about all the all the shiny new things both oh, yeah. tech wise and vehicle wise. I mean, and those are kind of crossing over. Yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, the automobile industry is just getting more more techy as the years go on. So that makes sense that they kind of merge a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we both kind of have some weeks here that we're just excited about just right right now basically oh yeah so we're we're mm-hmm. all we're all excited yeah you know? yours is a little bit more action-packed but i, I think, mean i mean you know you're you're doing stuff i'm reading articles I, and yeah I, I guess i'm physically doing more stuff but i don't know either way is fun yeah <laughs> absolutely you wanna you wanna get you wanna get into the shiny new tech? 
Yes, I do. You know, you know, it's funny though. I think this was the least amount of time we s spent on music and excitement. So we yeah. got we got plenty of time to talk about a bunch of gadgets and stuff. Yeah, I mean we we're we're leaving plenty of room. Yeah, hopefully so, we'll be able to fill it. I mean, <laughs> we'll do our best. Our fans, our fans need it, man. They need. They're counting on us. They have come to expect some quality content here. So has CES, has CES already started? Yeah, it's it's already started. I've seen I've seen videos out there. Oh yeah. I haven't actually watched the videos. I've just seen them out there. Yeah, it started uh started on Monday, I believe. Yeah. So so have you seen any cool smart home stuff, gadgets coming out of that that you want to start with? Um so I guess one thing I I kind of want to bring up and talk about is like 8K TVs. 8K TVs. <laughs> because 8K TVs, right? The ridiculous, don't you think? In in a sense, yes. I I don't know. I mean, I think they're it's cool, and they but it always looks good with you know the promo stuff. We're we're just now getting into the point where 4K TVs are becoming like really affordable. Like you can right, they're pretty much the norm now. Right, and there's more content out there for them, and you know, gaming consoles are outputting 4K. So, I mean, yeah, now 4K is the thing. So it does it does in a way make sense to be pushing that boundary of 8K. And I I doubt stuff's gonna come to market anytime soon or be everything is just always so especially in the tv world those panels are just so expensive yeah and there's just not a whole lot of content for it there's, i mean there's no reason to really get it because nothing right. supports it nothing creates that type of image yet yeah i mean you you always get some sort of technology in TVs like that that do some like upscaling. Right. That's all it is. It's just upscaling. Right. Because I, who's who at all has 8K content at this point? Not I. It's definitely not me. I'm I'm not out here. I think my phone's camera can shoot in 4K, which is cool. Yeah, but, but that's still not 8K. I don't even have. It's only half the case. I mean. It, I mean, you can't watch television in 8K. You can't really even watch it in 4K right now. Yeah. I so mean, even... It's like two generations behind still. And I think, like, streaming services, I'm not sure which ones even have a lot of 4K content, if any. I know if, Netflix if, does. I yeah, believe. if they do. Like, Netflix does, but not all of the content's 4K. Yeah. Right? And probably not even the majority of it. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. I mean, that's... So that that's one big thing with it it's it's again exciting because it's shiny and new and it's like how many pixels can right. you pack into an area i mean i know when when apple came out with their retina displays that was like holy crap the pixels <laughs> i can't see them <laughs> well tiny. yeah speaking of like can't see them is microscopic how how well does the human eye see that and i think it there's trade-offs there too where it's like you're sitting in your living room you're probably i don't know what eight feet 
away from your TV, maybe? Um, I think I'm about one and a half. One and a half feet away yeah. from your TV? Yep. I don't think that's good for your eyes, man. Yeah, I need to see a doctor soon. Uh, I guess you would benefit from 8K, though. You could <laughs> see those pixels. I would have to move my head around so much, I can't even see the other side of the TV. One corner to the next. <laughs> my neck oh. is just hurting so much. But it's worth it, though, for the pixels. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm about eight feet as well, I think. I mean, I haven't measured, but eyeballed it. Yeah, it's about eight feet. I feel like that's... Like we were talking about before the show, I, you know, you can eyeball it, and I, I can be an amateur electrician. So mm, Yes. That's the way know, to do need, things, you know? We don't need pro measurements no. or equipment here. Measure once, cut twice. Why not? Yep. Cutting is cutting's half the fun. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, like, like the auto show, there's these things that get released that are essentially concepts and aren't going to be practical for a while and are pretty much way too expensive anyhow for adoption. Right. I mean, price is definitely, definitely always going to be an issue at a thing like the, even if they're, even if they're ready anytime soon. Um, I mean like another, another thing that came out that was really they've been talking about it for the last kind of couple years and it's um i forgot who it who did it but uh apple was they were thinking that apple might do it they were thinking that samsung might do it uh fingerprint scanners right that are that are underneath your display panel on your phone doesn't i feel like one of the new phones has that doesn't the it, doesn't the iPhone have that? The new like the no. new one? The new one like the X or the 10 or whatever you call it. The 10 is I I'm pretty sure it's just all they got rid of Like they don't have the button. They don't have a physical mechanical button anymore. It's just all screen. Yeah, they've got no button. It's all screen except for the notch. And that's where and that's where you yeah, have the notch. And that's where <laughs> the um that's where the fingerprint scanner was. It was on that button there. Right, it was in the button, and I don't know what they did with the 8, if they moved it to the back or anything, but for the 10, I think they just use Face ID now. So it, it just fires light and lasers and all that stuff at your face to do some super accurate measurements and tell that it's you. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not all that thrilled or convinced with facial recognition right now, especially... Oh, yeah? especially uh, the the face unlock. They so Android had like they had they've um, had it for a while, but it it's so. I think they got rid of it. Yeah, they got rid of it because it just it it was more of a detriment than it really helped. Well, you know, yeah. So it's a, like kind of a security risk because I I know yeah, I kept it's seeing, a huge security risk. Keep seeing things like <laughs> oh yeah, I printed out a big enough picture. Or just a high res enough picture, and it it tricked it. Yeah. Or um, I I completely don't I don't trust it. I don't even think it's a quality security measure. Well, I mean, even even your fingerprint, definitely not. 
fingerprints aren't as unique as people think they are. Like the the general public. Right. And and I'd be I'd be interested to see just how much they actually compare your fingerprint to whatever you actually put into your phone as you know as your fingerprint password essentially right, right? how much they actually compare it or they just say eh, it's you know 90 percent there close enough yeah close enough <laughs> close enough <laughs> you seem like a good person i'll let you in you just like crime scene forensics <laughs> just, yeah seems like this guy probably did it yeah i i'm very i'm very skeptical of of that stuff yeah i mean like the next the the other thing that I saw was um, Windows has a Windows Hello feature, I think it's called, and it's a look at your your laptop or whatever will use your front-facing camera to look at you and figure out who you are, and there's this big thing where it just it was easily tricked by just, like, a normal picture or something stupid. Right. And, like, Microsoft patched it and and whatnot, but it's just funny... Things like that just always seem insecure. Or, another thing, not, like, actually racist, racist, but they have, like, a hard time with, like, darker skinned right. people. That's a, yeah, that's a big, that's always been a big thing. <laughs> like, it can't, it can't tell who you are because it can't pick up. Well, just, yeah, especially if you're not in face. good light, you just don't have, you know, those shadows to pick up on or anything. You don't have the contrast you need. Yeah, that's one thing that I I always, I think they they solved this in some way with the iPhone 10 and Face ID, but it's like that's what they say. In the past, when I used to use, I just tried out the Face Unlock on Android, and it just was super inconsistent. Yeah. So yeah. it's more frustration, like you said, it was more of a detriment than it was a help, and definitely insecure. Yeah, I I think I saw something uh, lately about this alarm, this alarm that they've uh, they put out there where it I can't remember exactly what it was. I'll have to look it up. But it was something about using your the webcam of your laptop to like make sure you got up or something, <laughs> and like and like would just it wouldn't turn off your alarm until it saw you like get up, <laughs> like. I'm like that is the dumbest idea. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, I'll I'll just let you watch me like that in my bedroom. Here's the deal: stare at me in my bedroom until I get up. Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice. I don't know. It, I'll have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure that was the thing. It just was like a big red flag for me. It's like you can't be serious. There's plenty of like there's plenty of those apps or things where it's like force you to do something to wake up, but I don't know. I would just would not be comfortable. I it's not that I don't know. I definitely know. I would mm -hmm. not be comfortable with just my laptop or anything staring at me right. until it saw that I was up. Yeah, no thanks. So another another cool thing that I saw from CES um, they've been doing stuff like this a little bit more prototypes, but I think this one is closer to coming to market. It's an LG T that is like rollable, rollable. What do you mean? Rollable, rollable, right? I, I had, 
I told Catherine this, and she's like, "Explain yourself." She's like, "Do you do you like you can roll it across the room or something? Like it's on a cart?" <laughs> Comes like, with no. a stand. <laughs> no, it's, it's so the whole display itself is flexible, and so there the prototype that I saw or product whatever was basically like a big uh, square rectangly box prism that the screen could roll down into. So obviously the all the hard components aren't in that part. They're in the box or whatever. But the display itself is flexible to the point that it can roll down into this thing. Huh. So not, not like movie villain style or whatever where a TV comes up out of out of something and it's you see, know it's one solid piece see that's what i was picturing right so it it's looks the execution of it looks similar to that where it it could it comes up out of a thing and goes down into a thing but the display itself is rolling up into that area mm. so i thought i thought that was that was neat uh, there's there's a lot of i've always thought bendable foldable displays have been interesting just because of a lot of sci-fi has you know a thing the size of our phones right and but then it can unfold into the size of a tablet so imagining a future that was kind of like that where you can make things more compact by being able to fold up a screen kind of right yeah it's always interesting to see how they kind of make make screens more adaptable to different surfaces instead of just having a straight up flat, you know, panel or whatever. It's kind of interesting for sure. Yeah. They uh I know that they've done I mean that was that was the thing with the under under the screen finger we never we actually didn't really get to talking about that but the under the screen uh fingerprint scanner is it it works by just like blasting light through the back of the the panel which is i guess you like oled panels are thin enough are perfect for it because they're thin okay and so it can it can blast that light through and use the reflection or whatever to scan whatever your finger would be and then take that and translate that into fingerprint data to then run through your maybe it's 90% accurate algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always it's always interesting to just keep seeing the different ways they solve these types of problems or quote unquote problems. <laughs> you know, like how how do we transfer that fingerprint scanner, you know, away from our physical button and underneath, you know, a screen or whatever? It's kind of, it's kind of neat how they kind of engineer and solve these problems. And then and then you you come to a point where you're just like, wow, that's actually ingenious. Or <laughs> you come to the point where you're like, this is the dumbest idea. Why would they ever think about this? <laughs> right. Like you, you can have an idea that, you know, is ends up just being straight a bad idea, or you have sometimes not even that great of an idea, but it's 
executed so well and so easy to use or so simple that even though it's not anything that you ever saw as a problem, you're like, oh, I just this is fantastic. I would I would enjoy having this in my life on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, we've been we've been in plenty of meetings ourselves where we hear you know, solutions to problems that we have with our software or whatever we're building. Right. And it's just like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. But you don't say that out loud, obviously. Well, yeah, that's not, it's not appropriate. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're professionals. But it's just like, nah, nah, man, it's not going to work. Oh, well, yeah, there's always the, it's not going to work, or there's the, but why would we do it like that? Right. Or, like, or... <laughs> picture yourself <laughs> using that. <laughs> Have you thought about that? It would, would not be I ideal. I feel like if you did think about that, you would backtrack. <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. On the other hand, you get these ideas and you're like, well, I guess I never thought about that. We could do it that way. Right, where you're the one who's like, it's like, like, why why don't you get it? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you get these ideas and you're thinking, oh, I've, well, I've never tried it this way. Let's try it. But at the same time, you know, what you don't know, you don't know. And that's where budgets and scope just get ballooned, right? Oh, yeah. On projects. So, and that's, I guess that's where the whole like research and development R&D portions of these companies really come into play. You're just, you know, you, you set aside so much money to just, let's try and solve these problems through brainstorming and, and figure this out somehow, right. some way, you know, which is much easier to do than just say, go on the fly when you have a project deadline, right? Right. It'd be much better to have some sort of thought out plan of attack than coming in and being like, we need it to do a thing. So it needs to be done. Right. So, so like all this, all those solutions they're finding have probably, were probably found out years ago or years before development of the product even, you know, started or how, I mean, the, it's such a common thing that you hear that like the military technology is probably like 20 years advanced than what we see on the consumer side. Yeah. So, so like that stuff, you know, a lot of our innovations could come from the military or like NASA or, or stuff like that. The research that those entities do. Yeah. And it's like the, uh, there was, there's a company that was planning to have a fission or fusion kind of, I don't remember which one it is reactor kind of thing that could power your home right but that it they're developing it for the military first and because it'll just be ridiculously expensive right and you know just not not economical for your regular person but then they predicted you know within five ten years it would trickle down to be something that you could legitimately like connect to your your home and use that as a power supply instead of, you know, paying your power company. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, that's one of the things that I, I wish people would understand when they always talk about how like NASA's budget should just be cut because why are we spending money in space when we should be spending it down here? <laughs> like you don't understand how much of the technology and stuff you use on a daily basis was created because of NASA. Right. It's like they're they're trying to solve problems that they have or make things more efficient or make things better to be able to make going to space and doing things in space and doing all this research easier and better in general. And that, you know, letting people think freely and do all that, that R&D that you're talking about ends up benefiting the regular, the regular person because they end up with a a chip in their phone that does a thing that, you know, needed to be compact to be on a shuttle or something. Yeah. (laughs) GPS. It's just one of those things. It's pretty much used everywhere for everything. Even your fridge. Your fridge has GPS now. Yours doesn't. (laughs) It's funny because I'm looking at a picture. I'm looking at a picture of a fridge with a giant display on it right now. (laughs) <laughs> why would i ever need my fridge with a tv you well, only ask it, that question if you've never had one <laughs> it's just like i don't know i don't know what's on this giant screen in here but i i had i had some idea i don't remember how long ago it's forever ago but this idea of like a fridge that would be able to tell you exactly what's in your fridge like <laughs> It would be able to, it would be able to tell you, ah, well, you're, you've got one carton of milk or, you know, this much of whatever in it. And it would display it on a screen on the outside. It's like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be something that is not in any way, shape or form necessary. Just open the door and and look at the stuff. But Mm. it's, this is the type of stuff that, I mean, that particular thing, probably not a thing, but like. A fridge with a giant display on it is clearly a thing right now because I'm looking at it. Yep. But yeah, where else I mean, am I? Where am I? Where else am I gonna watch Friends reruns? Well, you got to see Friends, and then on the bottom half of the screen, you've you got to get your recipes or you or know the weather, weather, the news at the Speaking same time. Speaking of weather, oh my god! Right, heat wave. Like shorts weather today. I put away the winter jacket. That's a bad idea. What? Well, just like in the closet. Oh. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was, uh, you know, a term for putting away. That's as put away as it gets, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't have fancy jacket storage. I just, I'm just out here. I'm a simple man. I've got a hallway closet. I put all the jackets in it. I pick the appropriate jacket. So yeah, it was like. 58 degrees, I think, was the high today. Somewhere around yeah. there. It was close to 60 in January in Wisconsin. Like early. Early to mid-January. And last week? Cold. Negative. Colder, yeah. Much colder. But... Negative 15. <laughs> but tomorrow... Tomorrow it's going to be like 21. Yep. And then it's going to... It's going to... It was raining today, right? And then... yeah. Which was nice, because my car needed it with all the salt on it. Ugh. Car's looking rough. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
But yeah, and then we're gonna get just this garbage wintry mix or some some snow even. Yeah, I'm excited to see how I see the roads are tomorrow. I almost ate it. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday it was this morning or yesterday going out to the going out to the car. I walked out and I was like, Oh yeah, it's fairly fairly nice out here, it's alright. Did you do so the just, did you do the windmill the, arms? Ever so slightly. A yeah. little bit. They, they shot out. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, well, easy. Ooh. But I didn't I didn't eat it. It was it was not a bad time. Well, I'm glad to hear you came out of that ordeal. All right. It was, it was scary, man. It always is. You can't control anything. You're just sliding. Speaking of control, home control. Home control. With all these all these smart things we've got now. Do you do you have anything that's like That's smart? Yeah, like smart home control devices or anything that's connected to the internet? I don't think I have anything that's really connected to the internet. Um the only smart home thing that I currently have is a Roomba, if you'd count that as one. I would. Okay. But that's not like that's not count that's not connected to the internet or anything. That's just Does it connect so it doesn't I think I mean, they have it, some maybe that, I think they have some now that connect to like your Wi Fi or whatever and you can Yeah. Monitor or schedule it. I have no idea. Well, I mean you can well, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess I got mine a few years ago. Okay. So how I do you know. like it? I, I love it. It's great. Especially, yeah, you can put it on a schedule and just have it go and, you know, run and, you know, it makes it a little bit, a little bit easier because I'm, I'm terrible at, at cleaning or having the motivation to, to clean all the time. So, yeah, every once in a while, it strikes me. I, I'm like, here, I, I, Catherine's not like this. She hates to vacuum, which is perfect because I love to vacuum. I don't know what it is. Do you want to come in and vacuum? Actually, you can. I have hardwood everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And now we have right. We have hardwood on like all of the first floor, mm-hmm. and the second floor I can still vacuum. Oh but... yeah, you can get that. You can get that in. It's just that compromise. That's what you gotta have as as a couple. And, and you know it it works out, man. I don't know. It's calming, man. It just vacuum you just cover all the stuff it's a whole thing yeah i one one of the moments when i was like i'm kind of an adult now was when i got excited about buying a vacuum because i was like i got a pretty damn good vacuum here (laughs) look at all these features (laughs) it's one of the weirdest things it's crazy it's crazy the things you get excited about once you, especially once you get a home. <laughs> right? It's just, it's just stuff. Just random, yeah, random little things like, oh yeah, got some new curtain rods. Mm, yeah, these are going to look good. <laughs> I, I just got shelves the other week. Oh yeah? Yeah, I got some shelves to put up in my office. I could finally unpack a box or two of stuff that I've been waiting to unpack. <laughs> Because I wanted to put it on shelves that I didn't have. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should get some shelves. 
I'm telling you, it's going to change the way you look at your house. I would think it would have to. Pretty much guaranteed. They don't connect to the internet, though. Oh, Although, here's your million dollar idea, though. Smart shelves. Ooh, okay. What is smart about them? They connect to the internet. Okay, but then what do they do with that internet connection? Uh, see, that's that's where you come in. Okay, oh yeah, so you've got the initial idea right. Right, I, I'm just an idea man here. Sorry, I, I'll i get it on production. I'm throwing you a bone. By next week. Sounds good. Alright, cool. Book it. March Elves, 2018. Hashtag. But yeah, the so like smart smart things in general. You said you've got your you've got your vacuum, but that does not connect to the internet. That is not smart at all. Doesn't connect to the internet. The, the Roomba does not. Well, I don't think it does. I haven't connected it to the internet if it does. So I don't, I don't maybe know. it's if a feature. Could, I just I don't know. If it's a few years old, it might not. Yeah, I, I, I mean, know. I don't I don't really need it to connect to the internet. I just. It has physical buttons. I can just say, "Hey, schedule, go, do it." Hey, do your do your job. You do one, you do one job. You you pass the butter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Little Rick Rick and Morty joke there. Rick and Morty. Oh my god. (laughs) But yeah, the uh, I've got a few things. I I don't know. I kind of went. I'm a big Google person. I like Google's stuff in Google, general. Google Home. Uh, yeah, I like their I like their phones. I like Assistant's pretty solid. They when it listens to you. Um, okay, yeah, Google. So, oh, don't do that. Oh, I did it. It didn't. My phone didn't react though. I don't know if any of my homes reacted because I'd have more than one. I don't. They're probably not an earshot. Well, do you have? Know, yeah. I mean, do you have speakers or do you have headphones in right now? I have speakers on. I left my headphones oh. at work. Ooh, tough luck, I kid. Looked, I picked up my headphones before I left and thought to myself, "Do I need these?" And said no. <sighs> and then came home and realized what a mistake, that rookie mistake. I know it's real JV of me. But I came home and was setting up and immediately was just like, no, oh, oh no. Why would I have left my headphones there? Yeah. Yeah, you're on speakers. You're on what? speakers that what are on. What was past me thinking? Oh, I wish I could blame it on 2017, Ryan, but it's, I was 2018, Ryan. But yeah, I've got, I've got a couple, uh, I've got a couple Google homes. I've got the regular sized one and then i got a mini i got two minis one for two i might have two maybe three <laughs> they were on black friday had this like stupid uh, deal where yeah they, blame they, it on black friday oh i have to they, it effectively brought the price down to four dollars it was dumb because like the normal price of a google home mini is 50 bucks and then for black friday it was on sale for 30 what a but deal if you, if you bought it through google express and like walmart you got like a 25 dollars walmart gift card and i don't know about you but 
Walmart has some basic things that I buy that I would or could buy on a regular basis. So I, I don't remember the last time I've been in a Walmart. Personally, I don't, I don't regularly shop there, but you know they've got like what did I I bought laundry detergent and like dryer sheets mm. and other random like stock your home things with the gift card that I got. Yeah, twenty five dollar gift card. And it's like I'm gonna buy those things anyways. Why not? I don't know. I Why don't not care. get a Google Home? Why not get a Google Home for yeah. essentially four dollars? Right. Yeah. So I got a couple extra because I wanted one for like downstairs sure. in the basement once we get that set up, and then we have one in our bedroom, um, and then I wanted one for like the office and or the kitchen. So I went crazy and bought all those things. And the reason I I actually bought the first Google Home that I got um, last year for Black Friday. And I bought that in combination with some Hue smart lights, which have been pretty cool, but also, I don't know, it, it sometimes hit or miss. Depends on what you're using. Hmm. That's the thing with like these connected home things. They're they're cool, and right. they're you know they're neat to have, but but what are I they tell, really doing? Yeah, like I've I've told I'll tell like Google to turn a light on or off, like turn the lights on or off. Like I get hit switches to do that stuff. Like I never used the end table lamps that came with our living room set until I got smart bulbs that went into them, and now. Like, I turn them on with my voice, I guess. Which, saying it sounds ridiculous. But, like... <laughs> but I do that. But also, there's times when I tell them, hey, like, turn the lights on. And it's like, okay, turn the lights off. Mm. <laughs> that voice recognition needs some work, eh? I guess. I don't know. But I, I, I like them. I've got, you know, friends that have them and they're cool they're cool for you know you can change the colors and do junk even if they're not connected to like an assistant you know it's nice to be able to have like right. dimmable lights that are they're just built the dimmability is built into the bulb itself and just connected to somebody and be like hey dim the lights or turn the lights off or i can chain stuff together by making a custom command that would you know turn the lights rainbow colors i have no idea yeah you could have fancy dance parties and stuff like that right so i think it's it's one of those things where it's the, my i guess my point here is that connected home things are, they're neat right they're, they're neat that is basically the essential <laughs> part of their strategy is being neat doing doing neat stuff right things Things that you can you could probably easily do, and yourself, and may or may not make things even easier to do in general. But they're yeah. neat. They do things. I like them. I'm a I'm one of the people clearly that will buy, you know, random things like that. Not normally when they first come out, but like right. But maybe, if you find a good Black Friday deal on it, you know, why right? not go crazy? Why not? Why not? You know, check it out and have some fun with your with your home, with the mundane things of your home. 
right? <laughs> but I mean, right? That I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, it's it's essentially making making things cool, right? And it, I mean, coming back to what we talked about in a previous episode, uh, when I when I we've had people over, and I've used my voice to turn lights on and off. Ooh. Uh, ooh, you know, it's one of those, you know, yeah. you've got a cool new thing. Yeah. Thing. You know, that eventually fades and people are like, yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, first impressions, that's a thing, you know? Yeah. Right? Especially if you're trying to make some new friends. Right? Bring some bring some people over. Yeah. They bring their friends. They're like, oh, this so, guy's hip. Yeah, this, this guy, he knows what's up. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'd like to eventually get probably get a nest. That'd probably be honestly. That's probably gonna be the only smart home thing I would actually get. Light bulbs really, eh? I don't really care all that much about them. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I was gonna get the nest when I got this home here, but. It just can't. It, I mean, it has a pretty darn new thermostat. It's just not, you know, not a smartphone or a smart, right? right? Smart, smart thermostat, <laughs> smartphone thermostat. It's not one of those. Uh, but it's. I mean, it's it's new and it's it's a quality one. So I was like, eh, I'll save my money and it's not like a necessity. I don't need to have a Nest or something. I can spend that money on something else, like new well, yeah. shelves. <laughs> dude you can't spend your shelf money on things like a nest. Yeah. I mean, a nest isn't gonna hold up no it's stuff. not it's not gonna hold all my boxed up items they need to be unboxed yep unboxed it's funny because we, we've got a nest we that was like when we bought the house and again there was there was a Black Friday deal on the cheaper version of the right. Nest because they came, out, they came would... out with a cheaper version. Yeah. And I was like, might as well get one of those. The thermostat in here wasn't all that new. Mm. Fancy. Yeah, anything, they, you know, it makes like, sense yeah. to upgrade then. Yeah. But yeah, like especially with any of the smart home stuff, it, it's it's cool to see all this stuff come out, especially like CES um, and just kind of, you know, different announcements throughout the year. But it's always nice to see how this stuff actually works in like in the actual world first and see, you know, what if there there's bugs that come out with it, stuff like that. And then wait a little bit, see if there's a deal, you know, especially come like Black Friday time. And if you're still sold on on getting some cool stuff for your home, that's when you jump on it. At least that right. I mean that would be my strategy personally yeah i don't think i'm not as big of an early adopter as i used to be it, it just it's it just doesn't really make sense anymore yeah i mean there's the price price being one thing sometimes yeah. and then like you said bugs bugs with stuff and just well yeah and, and we're in an era now of of mvp you know minimum viable products being released right. or alpha alpha releases or whatever it just companies don't I, I don't feel like companies really 
spend all that much money or resources to iron out everything because they can update it through the internet you know software just update drivers or or firmware or whatever so they can get away with you know bugs so it it, it seems like to me it just makes more sense to just kind of wait and see before jumping in it right like never pre-order an ea game don't pre-order any games honestly it's not even just EA. EA's awful and <laughs> a big <laughs> a big no-no. But really Stop. you shouldn't be doing it for for any developer because there's plenty of other developers that that do that same stuff and somehow get away with it. At least a less 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 than EA gets away with it. Well, I think there's I think there's some. I mean, it's it's obviously the the minority, but there's some development studios that are just games i guess in general in my opinion that are kind of safe to pre-order like zelda right i feel like there's games have always been like super solid it's few and far between though right so i i agree with you like yeah they the companies and people get away with like shipping you know not necessarily half-baked but not shined products and then and it's like ah, oh, sure well you know, we'll just put out a day one patch or... Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, no, it, it, our lights don't actually turn on if they're connected to this certain thing. I had a problem once where, because you can, with your, like, Hue lights, you can control them through an app on your phone or the internet in general. Right. yeah. But I primarily use my voice with Google Home, and I came home one day, and it was just, like, pitch black outside. And I'm like, hey, turn the lights on. And there was some issue that like Google Assistant was having with connecting to Hue's system. And it's like, oh, well, that's inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so you just I, hear you just hear a whisper from the lights. No. 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 Not tonight, pal. <laughs> then I gotta flip switches and Oh, it's just oh. just the worst. Well, manual labor. Yeah, you never know who touched your switches. <laughs> oh. Well, I hope there's not. I hope it's just me. <laughs> my wife. But Maybe my nephew. Know. I don't know. But yeah, um, so yeah, we're actually out of time here. So Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It goes by kind of fast. I mean once you once you get to talking about all the shiny things. Kind of get going. Time flies when you're connected to the internet. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's good though. I think it's good we're connected to the internet because otherwise, people couldn't listen to this podcast. People That's couldn't. true. That is very true. You can't get the Binary Brothers without the internet. We're not. We haven't pressed any albums to vinyl. We're not burning CDs here, and we don't plan to. So. Stay connected. As long as the internet's up, we're up. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.